Holly G with the Golf Insiders. For today's segment, for your game, we have one of Orlando's most legendary instructors, PGA member. He was on the PGA teaching committee. He's on YouTube. He's got more views. He was online before online was savvy. The one, the only, Jay Golden. Good morning, Jay. Thank you, thank you. It's great to be back. You know, just got back from Hollywood. Uh, made, I think I'll be winning an Academy Award. I played in the Universal Open, which was not on this planet. It was out in the universe. I was the only one that showed up. But Holly, great to be with you. Well, it's always great to spend time with you. You're such a talented guy. And yes, you have done. I mean, you are not only one of the best instructors, Jay, you know, you're an artist and you've written plays and you have done trick shot shows and comedy. And of course, my favorite thing you do is Rodney Dangerfield. Could you give us a little oh, Rodney? Golf is, uh, golf is tough, you know, Holly. I went to a pro. I said, how could I take 10 strokes off my game? He said, skip a par three. I'll tell you, it's not easy, Holly. Not easy at all. Well, I think the guys at Wingfoot a couple of weeks ago would have liked to have skipped a couple of those par threes, Jay. But one of the things that <laughs> always comes out in the majors is putting, putting for the championship. And one of the things we've really seen that's evolve over you know the past few years is the putting stroke. And you like to call it the modern putting stroke. Uh, can you share with our listeners what you mean by that? Yes, well, I'd like to go a lot farther back than the last few years. You know, in the 1920s, 30s, Bobby Jones uh, was a big example of opening up the blade, a lot going back, and then release it going through. And then uh, after that, and that could still work, you know, but there's a lot of timing and a lot of hand movement. So uh, that left, and then a wrist putter came in, wrists, and so many wrist putters from the Walter Hagens and Gene Sarazens and Ben Hogan and Sam Snead and Arnold Palmer and the greatest wrist putter ever, Billy Casper, and that's basically keeping your hands in one spot, hinging your wrist going back and uncorking your wrists into the ball. But that's when the greens were slower. And you could give that ball a pretty hard bang to get it in the hole. And Arnold Palmer, you know, he used to hit the back of the hole all the time, back of the hole. But then when greens got faster, if you missed it, you hit a six-feet pass. And you had to use your wrists very gently. And when you're nervous, if you're shaking a little or a little stiff or... Recipe for disaster, right, Jay, when those putts really matter. Yeah, and that wrist stroke, you know, hitting it gently with a wrist stroke didn't really work. And then they had a combination of arms and wrists. Don January was one of the great proponents of that. And that worked for a while, and, and that was pretty good. But in the 1960s and maybe early 70s, there were two great putters, Bob Charles and George Archer. And the reason that they were great putters, and they were the best putters on the tour, 
was that they had no wrists. It was all arms, you could say shoulders, but no wrists, stiff-wristed putting. And the pendulum the putting. Yeah, you could call it that. And they were the two best putters, and then that became the style, no wrists. And it still is the style. If you look at the wrists, just watch the hands of almost any putter, any on the PGA to LPGA, good amateur, there is no wrist hinge, stiff wrist. Some people say you do that by locking your shoulders. Others uh, just use the arms, whatever. But there are no wrists, and that's what I would call the modern putting stroke. And some people, you know, I, I did it at one time with stiff wrists, and, and I would think of, dipping my left shoulder on my backswing and then my right shoulder into the ball. You know, it, it worked. I lost a little feel with that. But some people say rock your shoulders. I say just use your arms. Just swing your arms back, swing, swing your arms through. And, and also, of all the great putters that I've ever seen in my life, all the best putters, and that could be amateurs, it could be high handicappers, it could be tour pros, but in general, the stroke, and I know there are a lot of exceptions to this, but the stroke that makes the most putts that I've ever seen is a shorter backswing and a bigger follow-through. So it's one-third back and two-thirds through because the ball goes where your follow-through goes. But uh, then there are other ways of keeping stiff wrists, you know, with the claw grip, with that right hand, you know, turned in, in that other direction, uh, and also the grips on the clubs, and you uh, you know about this, Holly. The uh, thick grips on clubs, that became popular to make it easier to not use your wrists. You know, it's thicker. And then this newest technique, uh, Bryson uh, DeChambeau, where he puts that long putter on his left arm and throughout the stroke... It stays there, and if you want to talk about not using your wrists, finding a way to do it, that's it. In fact, that was that was almost deemed illegal when they were talking when they were talking about, and they made the long putter illegal when you put your left hand for right hand golf, you know, high on your chest, against your chest. Bernhard Langer is the number one example of that, and then you just swing that right arm back and through. They, they made that illegal because they felt it wasn't really golf because you're anchoring, you have an anchor against your body. Well, they also were discussing the possibility of making that left arm with the, with the shaft and grip with a long putter leaning against your arm. At the same time, they were talking about possibly making that illegal because it takes away a skill. You know, you're gluing it against your arm. Well... They said, no, that's okay. And now, why, why, is, why is that okay, Jay, in your mind? Questionable. Questionable. You know, there's a lot of questionable things that, that make the game what I would call easier and that should possibly, in my opinion, be illegal. What is, what is one of the difficult, challenging things about putting? Lining up correctly. I mean, it takes skill to get that club aiming uh, at the point 
let's say it's a straight putt. To get that club head at address to be aiming straight at the middle of the hole, that takes skill. But now you could get behind your ball and take the line of the ball and aim it right at the middle of the hole. Now all you have to do is take your putter head, it has, and your putter head has a line on it in the middle. You put your line on the same line as the ball, and you're lined up perfectly. You know, to me, I think that takes away a tremendous skill in the game. And the left arm, you know, attached to the, the shaft, attached to the left arm. But, hey, what are you going to do? It's, it's a game, you know, people like to play it well, and very lively golf balls, very lively uh, club heads. You know, there are courses. I'm from, uh, <clears throat> you could tell from my accent that I'm from uh, London, England, or Brooklyn. I mean, I'm from Brooklyn, New York, not far from Westchester. And there were courses in Westchester that were designed and built in the 1920s with these beautiful little dog legs and these beautiful holes. It, it, the hole used to be a, a, a driver and a forward or a three eye, not the driver and a flip wedge because of the equipment, you know, yada, yada. People have to make money. People want to hit the ball long. It's a different game than it used to be, but uh, that's the story, which is why I, I want to become a sumo wrestler. I've been eating a lot, and that's probably the new field I'm going in, and that's my story. Well, it, it is uh, very interesting how Bryson has, has pushed the envelope and how, you know, he um, uh, really took away a lot of things about what the long drive uh, guys and gals were doing and in, incorporated that into his swing. But I want to ask you, you know, I think of another very good putter on tour, and yet he has a very unique stroke. That's Brant Snedeker. He does that sort of pop, pop stroke, Jay. What can you he, share that, what that's that about? The, and that is the putting stroke that was used by Arnold Palmer, maybe the greatest putter ever from 20 feet. Man, I used to watch him. He'd bang him in the back of the hole. But he uses he uses a wrist stroke, Snedeker, and similar to Casper and Palmer and Hogan and Sneed and, and Hey, listen, it could work, and if you do it your whole life and you're comfortable with it and you have the kind of a confidence and, and disposition that you don't get nervous and it works, it could work. It worked for, you know, for a million golfers. But today with the faster greens, you know, if you think about it, if you, and Billy Casper, and this would have been, questionably illegal. You know, Billy Casper, who was maybe the greatest putter, you know, Casper and Palmer, but over a period of time, Billy Casper was considered the best putter. And he would take his left hand, the back of his left hand, and put it, lean it against the inside of his left leg. So there was absolutely no movement of his, of his hands going backwards and forwards. You know, they would stay in one spot and he would use his little pop putting stroke from there. And I think today that might be questionably illegal. But uh, if you have your hands in one spot and you could just take your wrists, hinge, unhinge, if you could do it, happy birthday. Well, of course, so many times, like you say, on these um, very slick greens, 
the you know the players uh, particularly we saw this at wing foot in the U.S. Open you know really having to play defensive putting um, you know they did they didn't want to hit it too far past that hole uh, especially to protect you know to protect pars and not make those dreaded bogeys. That's true, but I, I don't like using this expression, but there are a lot of old-time golfers that watch golfers today leave putts short, birdie putts short, or just drip the ball three inches past the hole, rolling in their grave, because they would always be two feet past, maybe three feet past, to give it a chance. But guys are afraid of, of doing that. I don't know, they want to drip it in, and you know, one of the things that is almost never discussed that I've heard of, it's like a sin to step in somebody's line, right? Someone's putting, you stepped in their line. Oh, they hate you for seven years, and they think that you're, uh, that you're a moron and they hate you. But how many people have stepped right near the hole in the last three hours? 50 people? A hundred people have stepped right there, and that's why when you let the ball drip so slowly towards the hole, it takes some unusual, unanticipated twists and turns because so many people have stepped there. But, you know, one of the guys that that is, you know, bugs me uh, probably the most in his career, great player, a lot of wins. Uh, I don't know if you heard of Phil Mickelson, but he's always gambling. Oh, what a gambler. He goes through holes in trees. He tries this, that. How many times has he left putts short, birdie putts? He can't reach it. He's afraid with his putting of hitting a three-feet pass, but uh, 72nd hole U.S. Open, he's going through a little hole in a tree. That has bugged me. And I, I you know, there. If guys would hit the ball a foot and a half past the hole, like Dave Peltz has said, that's the best speed, I believe they'd be making a lot more putts. I agree with you. Uh, Jay, what would you say is the most common um, issue that golfers come to you with and then, you know, complain in terms of their putting? Well, you know, I watch them and, and – the worst stroke that you could possibly have. And, you know, I wrote a book with Kathy Whitworth, Kathy Whitworth's Little Book of Golf Wisdom, and she has more wins, 88 wins. What does Tiger have, 82 or something? Sam Smith, 82. Anyhow, she said, the worst stroke in golf, and this is what I said. On their backswing, they bring it back with no wrists, stiff wrists, and coming into the ball, they unhinge their wrists. That combination is bad, and I see that. I see that a lot. But I want to talk just a little bit about reading greens. You know, I have these five-year-olds that I teach and eight-year-olds, and I say they could read greens better than these players that are playing for 30 years. You know why? Because I have them read the greens with their feet. They face, they get behind the ball, two feet behind the ball. They separate their feet maybe a foot, two feet apart. I say to them, which foot is higher they go, oh, this, this foot is higher. And then I tell them that I invented gravity and something like that. I go, well, if that foot is higher, then the ball is going to curve from your high foot to your, to your lower foot, right? Right. And 
I think, and you're starting to see it more and more with these people, you know, with separating their feet. And even when you use the plumb bob method, that's based on one foot being higher than the other. Read the greens with your feet. Not only short putting, but walk off lo long putting because you might find, oh, it really goes downhill here, or oh, it feels level, but oh boy, but then it starts breaking more here and there. Read the greens with your feet. Well, Jay, we'll uh, end it there for today because that is right. just some great, great uh, tips for, for our listeners. And how do uh, they find out more about Jay Golden and um, if they would like to get a putting lesson from you, my friend? Well, I'm at Winter Pines Golf Course in Winter Park. Great course, old-time course. No Busy golf course, are, Winter Pines. No hootie falooties around there. It's, you know, the most inexpensive, best location, Winter Park. Jay Golden, I teach there. And, Check uh, him out on YouTube. On YouTube, you know, I have a YouTube channel. Maybe they could tell me how they could find it. It's <laughs> called uh, Get, Get Great at Golf. And today's, I have a lot of videos. I have 50 videos on there. But today's video is uh, golf perfect practice swing maybe if they end up per golf's perfect practice swing that's that's the one that i put up today but i you know I, I am the world's greatest teacher i know that because when i give a lesson that person never comes back holly that's how great i am all right jay golden the one the only we always love spending a few minutes with you thank you so much my friend anytime keep up the great work